1: Hey, How are How's
2: your day going? Uh, Pretty fine, actually. Uh, so far, so
1: good. Awesome. Look, thanks so much for taking uh, the time to talk to us, especially a bit earlier. I do appreciate that. A lot, man. No problem. Pleasure's no all mine. Of course, man. Uh, the New Zealand other album, Stranger Fruit, is hands down uh, one of my favourite albums of all time, which is funny because it's not even out yet, but I've had... Uh, a little bit of time to sit with it over the last month or so, and uh such a great album man uh, and it's a very complex album. How easy did the songs come to you for this one? songs I wrote before we started touring because uh with the with the first record, it
2: was way too short to actually have a decent live show, so uh I was forced to pen some some shit. so <laughs> uh the rest of it was was written before um I headed into the studio, that was like uh, kind of fall-ish last year, and uh, it came quite easily, I think, as, as soon as I kind of knew what the album was supposed to be about and stuff. It kind of was kind of
1: uh, uh, a coherent flow, I guess. Did you record it all yourself in the studio? Because like there's, I've seen footage of you, you know, you and your laptop and your guitar and stuff like that. Did you, did you do it all yourself?
2: Um, this time around, I just did the demos, and then I headed into the studio where Azebo Adam uh, co-produced it with me. And, of course, the mix was done by Kurt Ballou. I kind of have to admit that I'm not the best mixer in the world, I'm not the best producer, and I think, uh, the help I got really actually was worth it this time.
1: And, of course, man, the last track, Built on Ashes, that hit me the hardest off the album. You know, it's just really heartfelt. What's the origins of that song?
2: Um, since the entire album for me is about departure, it's like the, the kind of summarization of the album for me personally. Um, there's this, this notion that if you go somewhere, there may not be a way back and that's just a final thing. And to have the final song kind of talk about that is kind of, uh, works, works kind of nicely, I think. Uh, it's funny you like the next, that song, cause that's the next single that we're going to put out. I think this Friday.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Is there, is there a video for that as well?
2: No, we kind of ran out of money for video. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, you can't win them all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's such a, you know, that song, you know, I just, I remember when it came through and, you know, I listened to that album on repeat like, oh, five or six times and I just, that song cool. like, just really moved me. <laughs> just uh i just i haven't i haven't heard a song like that in a very long time that has had that effect on me so uh yeah man congratulations on such a kick ass album
2: dude thank you so much i'm really glad you like it because i'm you know at the situation where i'm now you know with the album not being released yet i'm in this state of like uncertainty and also kind of anxious about what's going to happen so to hear something like that is really really thank you matt
1: of course when uh, the great Digger's chant uh clip was released, it just went crazy online um you know it's amazing. Did you come up with a concept for that yourself?
2: uh yeah, it's the same um director that directed the devil is Fine video and um prior to you know the i guess kind of slave situation with the jet with the with the racist switch and um I think the great Digger's chant kind of lends itself well to some kind of narrative, I think. Mm. So, the ideas will jot it down pretty quickly, and, um, but, I mean, the reason that the video looks as great as it does is, um, Samuel Morris' fault, because <laughs> he's a fucking
1: capable filmmaker. Your first, uh, official Zero release Devil is fine. some amazing tracks on it, like, uh, In Ashes, Come On Down, and, and Blood in the River. Do you still play a lot of those tracks live, now? Uh, we play all of them live, yeah. We
2: don't have that many songs to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> we're quite honest so
1: we have to work with what we got um,
2: but they're always a treat to play
1: well I mean because there is another Zeal album floating around out there correct me if I'm wrong which uh, I've I, I found incredibly hard to find but I've heard a couple of st- uh, tracks on YouTube I mean will that see the light of day one day or maybe rework some of those songs Or
2: um, maybe I, I might rework them because I'm really unhappy with how they sound which is also the reason I, I try to scrub its existence it off the internet. But if you were so inclined to use a tolerance client, uh, I'm pretty sure you'd find it. <laughs> but, um, maybe one day I'll just re-record them in a way that I'll, I'll be happy with.
1: True, well I mean, of course, you know, I've been digging back into your bird mask stuff, you know, and I can hear a lot of errors <laughs> in that, man. I, I love that stuff as well. I mean, it's a very different project. Do you plan on you know revisiting that material in the future or is he all just your focus from now
2: uh, i think for me it's important to do both because uh, i i kind of need the uh the diversion of you know having like a project to escape to once i'm not inspired with one of them um actually I have a gig tomorrow with bird mask which is going to be fun um it's very much alive yeah
1: oh that's awesome man yeah, and so have you got another like mass album in, in the works as well?
2: Uh, yeah, there's a lot of material but I, I still kind of have to decide on the direction because it's all kind of eclectic or like even too eclectic for me. So yeah, I think I have to like settle for for a theme prior to
1: releasing anything. Well, how do you decide now? I mean, there's going to be like one song's going towards, uh, you know, Zeal and Ard, the other one's going towards to bird mask? I mean, how do you separate the two now?
2: Um, I just kind of write something and uh, it kind of decides for me. Like, once I'm about 50% done, it, it becomes apparent what kind of songs it can become. The lyrics, for me, tend to come um, fairly late into the songwriting, so it, it's always like a melodic and rhythmic thing that kind
1: of dictates in what kind of category it falls. You seem like you've, you've got a pretty you know, diverse taste in music. I mean, distinct folk projects. I mean, what would you say was your main influence that you started it all off for you? Was it metal or was it like What was you sort of stuff for?
2: Um, I actually always listened to a lot of music myself. So, of course, there was a lot of metal bands that I really enjoyed. But, um, anything that, uh, that Damon Albarn did was really fascinating to me as well as, uh, you know, Mac Patton project. So, mm it's not like a genre thing. It's just kind of fascination with what kind of feeling music can evoke.
1: So, yeah, I find it interesting. Mike passion a, a big influence on, on me as well. So, I mean, so many projects, man. <laughs> you know, what do you... It's hard to sort of pick which is, you know, the favourite. Do you sort of gravitate towards his, um, you know, the, the stranger stuff or, or more uh, Faith No More and Bungle?
2: Um, uh, Kind of more of the Mr. Bungle stuff, but I do... I do enjoy Tomahawk also. It's a great deal. Um, yeah. I guess it just depends on the, the mood of the day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, uh, of course, you know, you guys, you have guys like Danny Filth and the Gajira dudes and, and a few others that have come out saying that they're fans of yours. Who else has come out and said, uh, hey, I, I love your stuff, man? Um, well, Tom Arello really likes the music and he actually let us
2: open for Prophets of Rage. Wow. Which was insane. And uh Splash likes it. We had dinner in Paris. That was something to to remember. Um dude, it's been it's been crazy. Corey Taylor also likes it. Um yeah, I can't really like these are kind of my childhood heroes, so it's super bizarre. It's pretty fucking out there.
1: has anyone hit you up for a project?
2: Um, not yet, no. Because I acknowledge the fact that I'm kind of the weird one, and that can't go like, hey, um, Tom, how about we do something together?
1: <laughs> uh,
2: maybe I should, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, chicken, who knows? Cause I, I reckon
1: that's coming. I reckon that's because uh, pe- people are going to be start hitting you up, going, hey man, let's open. I think that's, uh, oh man, there's. You know, dudes like Corey Taylor. I'd love to hear Corey Taylor and you, like, uh, do a track together. That'd be insane. I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> What's next for you after the release of uh, Strange Fruit Man? Oh, uh, just basically
2: touring. We have so many festivals we get to play, and uh, we're waiting for visas, but I can't talk about what kind of visas we're waiting on. Um, yeah, it's going to be an a action-packed year, to say the least.
1: Yeah, I'm real, man. I'm real. Um, and of course, is Australia on the cast there?
2: Um, I can't talk about that, but you know, I can't talk about that, so Ah, um I see you know. <laughs> that oh,
1: <laughs> Yeah Well dude, I would I I really, really as I said, I'm sorry if I've come off as a fanboy, but I it's true I am Like, asked all my friends and everything. I'm really, really enjoying uh your music right now, um, and I hope to see you guys down here soon, because, I mean, it's going to be such a kick-ass year for you.
2: Yeah, we hope we can make it, that's for sure.
1: Have you been down here before yourself? No, never.
2: I'd love to, but uh, it's literally the other side of the planet for us, so it takes some planning, I think. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's, a, it's a long trip. It's definitely a long trip, but I think it'd, it'd be worth it for you guys. I mean, where are you now? Switzerland? Is says Switzerland. Uh,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah, in Switzerland. In you... Basel, Switzerland, yeah. Right,
1: so... Okay, so are you... So you're based there? Is that what you said?
2: Yeah, since, you know, all the the, the members of the live band are here, um, this is where I have to be when we rehearse, so I figured I'd just stay here. This is... uh Yeah, all my friends live here, too, by the way, and I, like, go well in the bar, and... Yeah, this is home, so that's why I'm here. Oh, cool, cool.
1: Were you born... You, you, were you born in America or born... Over there.
2: I was born here in Barbados.
1: Okay, cool. And then you moved to the States and then you've moved back, is that right?
2: That's exactly right, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, sweet, man. Well, um then thank you so <laughs> much for taking the time to talk to us again. I really appreciate it, man, and uh I hope to see you, uh, and the rest of the guys down me very soon.
2: Dude, it will be great. And Thanks for your time also. Six AM is no joke, I know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm about to go into dad duty for the day, so uh wish me luck, alright? You got this man Have a nice day (laughs) You too man Thank you so much Bye
0: Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans With two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter It's easy Download your eVit coupon And for every dollar you spend with your Vit card, You'll get two fuel points That's up to $1 per gallon On quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers Download your EVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with EVIC and Harris Theater Fuel points.